Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you happen to be listening to this podcast, I thank you. I appreciate you and I value your time. It's your boy D So Wavy with another exclusive episode coming smooth through your purple and white anchor apps, smooth through your smartphones, smooth through those tablets, and smooth through your laptop computers, and definitely smooth through those loudspeaker boxes. For that and for your time, I thank you. Do your job. What's the job? That's the question. Do your job. You ever heard the statement? Have you ever had to have to say the statement? You only had one job. Have you ever felt like sometimes certain individuals that you may know, maybe it's a co-worker, maybe it's an employee if you happen to be a boss, maybe it's a friend or a family member, and you'd be like, how could you mess that up? You only have one job. You only have one thing to do. Oh, because sometimes people, sometimes people don't focus. Sometimes they're not paying attention. You be sitting there talking to them and they're like, it's like talking to the wall. What would their weight, what would, the question that I have in my head sometimes when that happens, when I'm talking to somebody and then you sit here and maybe you're giving out an instruction or something like that. And then they're like, oh, what, wait, what, wait, where do I go? What's that again? Well, what were you looking at? Were the words coming out of my mouth? Did did they pop out like pop out books? We have one job, do your job. Diesel Wavy, what's an example of just do your job if you have one job? All right, no disrespect, but there's an AD. There was an AD, you know, that happens to be in the town that I happen to know of. And the crazy part about it is that when you're an athletic director, you represent, you're the manager. So say like boxers have managers. I'm about to pay Picasso, about to unravel it right here. When you're a manager, you're maybe a producer, you know, people like that, like an AD, like that's what I think that a, that an AD is. If I was, if you were like, well, I don't get it. Like if I was, a, so if I was to do it in layman terms, an athletic director is like the Joe Jackson of the, of the sports team, of all, all sports teams for whoever he's an athletic director for or whoever she's an athletic director for. So that means that you're in control of making sure that the that there's transportation for your for your sports teams all of them now mind you if you want to see understand the dynamic and how serious it is or whatever and that's a hard word because you know people they go off of that their perspective is built off of certain types of words depending upon how they were used and the experience that they went through when they were used that's what they, how they understand certain things so it's a this is an honorable job. Being an athletic director is an honorable job. Why? Because you have so many different sports teams that you're that you are in in leadership of, in direction of. You you you're you're the director, you're the leader. You're to direct what's going to go on. You're going to you're going to get together I, I guess with other ADs or however that works. You're going to make sure that these that all your teams are going to be accounted for and all their games are going to happen. You're going to make sure that there's refs there. You're going to make sure that there's transportation there and back for your sports teams. 
oh, well, who who's the athletic director, you know, in control of Diesel Wavy? Well, I'm happy you asked. I'll tell you. Athletic director is, is in control of the football team, the basketball team, the soccer team, the track team, the hockey team, the tennis team, volleyball team, golf team. Lacrosse, any team that happens to be in his district for where he works with school or whatever school he happens to be in, he is the director of it. He's telling them where to go, when to get there, and then how to get there. And not only are you that, but you represent our t- our players. You represent the players. You represent the coaches, all of them, head coaches, assistant coaches. You represent, as an athletic director, you represent the the, the, the uh, athletic trainer and everything. You represent the cheerleaders as well. You represent, if you represent students, if you represent an athlete, that means you represent their family. If you represent their family, it means you're representing their mom, their dad, their grandma, their grandpa, their brother, their sister, their aunties, their uncles. Cousins, you're the athletic director. You represent the town. You represent the, the 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 shops, the little mom and pop shops, the 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 convenience stores, the the the, the regular stores <clears throat> within your town. You represent them. The, the 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 job is greater than what you think it is. Don't. Take away the power that you really have by thinking less of you or think or doing less or presenting less. Because reputation is everything. You represent these people. You're the AR, you're the Joe Jackson of the sports team. Nah, you don't gotta whip them up, you don't gotta beat them down. That's what people want to think of Mr. Joe Jackson of. <clears throat> And unfortunately, that's very, very fortunate. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, Mr. Joe Jackson, he, rest in peace, he sat up there, he gave us Michael Jackson with his wife, of course. They don't thank him for that. Thank him for giving us, giving giving the world a legend, giving somebody to give good music. That means Mr. Joe Jackson was very good with music. <laughs> right? Because he created Beast. The Jackson Five, first off, Joe Jackson. I mean, T- Freddie, Tito, Michael, Randy, and whoever the fifth one is. I'm amazed I know that much. But at the end of the day, you got to be the Joe Jackson of the team. You got to represent us. You got to make sure that the coaches that you have the right coaches in there. You got to make sure that you got the right athletic trainer in there. You gotta make sure these things, but you gotta give your all. You gotta wanna give your all. You can't be two different places. You got a job. It does and if you do have two different types of jobs, well you're gonna have to you're gonna have to choose what's important. Or when you leave that one job, you're gonna have to, okay, clear your mind and now move to the next job. Don't bring homework to work and don't bring work to home. You are more than capable of doing great things in this world. You must choose to do 
the great things of this world. And let's start by doing your damn job. You're a mom. You're a dad. Come on, guys. What are you here for? Not just to make children. And not to make children to sit here and do the chores that you wish that you didn't have to do in your house. It's not the goal. Mom and dad, you're here to sit here and teach the children, teach the youth and wish the way they should grow and teach them the way they should go. So you're going to teach them in the morning when you wake up. You're going to go ahead. If you're religious, you're going to say you're going to say your prayers. Uh, little whoever, junior, you're going to say your prayers in the morning. Then you're going to get up and you're going to go to that bathroom and you're going to utilize the bathroom and then you're going to wash your face and brush your teeth. You're going to shower for some of you. <laughs> Maybe some of you thought that if you showered the night before that that was good enough. No, you probably you sweated last night. Little whatever. Air particles flying around. Take a shower. You know? All right. Get your clothes out. Match. Look clean. Understand that first impressions is everything. So you want to dress neat. You want to smell nice. You want to smell good. You want to smell fresh. Eat your breakfast. Eat your vitamins. All right. Now you're going to go to school. Did you do your homework? Well, hopefully the homework was done the night before. Huh? Because we're doing the homework or you're doing the homework. Stop, child, junior. This is a parent's guidance. All right. So if you were like, what is he talking about? This is a parent's guidance. This is what you should be doing. You're going to be making sure that junior does his homework or little Sheeta Jr., you know, that's a girl, whatever. She did her homework. Why? Because the homework is just giving you the lesson that you had did during the day with the teacher. It's making sure that you can remember what it was that was instructed during the day. Because you have to, six to eight hours in the U.S. for educational purposes. When you're in school, K through eight um, and then nine through 12, you have those things. So, yes, we have to make sure that you that you do your homework, that you pay attention, that you're focused, that that you understand the work, because there's going to be a test. There's going to be an exam. So you're going to have to go ahead and do those things. You're going to have to buckle down. You're going to have to focus. Now you're going to have to instruct your child. All right. Now, guess what? When you leave my house or whatever, you leave mommy, daddy or whatever, you go into school, you're to listen to the teacher. You're to listen to the to the staff. You're to listen to the principals and things like that when they're telling you to do the right thing. When they're telling you to do the right thing, sometimes people who are who are in control of people don't do the right thing at all times. But that's the that's why we're saying right now you only do your job. Sometimes you only have one job. So you go to school and you listen to that to that teacher, to that instructor. You do what they tell you to do. You want to make it fun for your for your youth? Tell them, go. This is a mission, especially when you got little kids. <laughs> this is a mission. The mission is, I want you to go to school, learn everything you can learn from the teacher that she's teaching, instructing. Listen to the teacher. Make sure that you're being obedient. Show some type of discipline. Make it fun, though. Make it fun, all right? This is what I'm telling you. But now I'm going back to what I'm saying. We're going to talk back to little Junior or little Sheeta Junior. Hey. <laughs> so you're sitting up there. You're like, 
I want you to go to school and learn everything that you can learn and listen to the teacher and pay attention and focus. And then tell the te- show the teacher everything that you learned from her, right? Raise your hand. Make sure, you know, you, 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 you try to be the leader in your class. Show the other students how to, how to pay attention, how to focus, and show them how smart you are. Maybe you can create it into a little competition, but you don't want it to get ugly. You will still want it to keep it rated G. So then you're like, all right, so then when you come home, I want you to tell mommy, I want you to tell daddy what you learned today. That's the mission. You have to go back and tell us everything that you learned because I want to know too. Just make it fun created a little it's a journey anyway so create the little adventure for for your youth because the youth love adventures why because on those little cartoons on those little nickelodeons and nick juniors and disney channels the disney whatever's you know disney juniors if they have that um it's going to be a journey They, they go through journeys anyway you know, Paw Patrol, Penguin, PJ Mask, and all whatever, or whatever the case may be, Lion Guard, Lion King, those types of things. These, those characters, those those types of animations go on journeys because they're showing the kids that you're gonna go through hard times, but you can get through it. You're gonna do something that you're not supposed to do, but you know what? Do the right thing, honesty. That is the key. Those are, those are the, the lessons that those little cartoons are showing. And sometimes you can learn some things from those cartoons. Because, some, and I'm not, sometimes you probably be like, oh, here we, here you go. Learn something for the cartoon. You can. You can. <laughs> Just sit down and pay attention. And you're going to want to make sure that you're paying attention to what your child is watching anyway. Because there's certain things that you don't want your child to know or to have obscene. Right here, right now. Oh, but when they get away from me, what about when they get away? Well, when they get away from you, that's on their own uh, prerogative. Why? Now, I'm going to tell you why. It's just like with you. You know right from wrong. You know what to do. You know what not to do. So at the end of the day, like, it's all about character. What are you doing behind closed doors that you do, that you may or may not do in the open? What's your character like? So, hey, mommy and daddy instructed you or whoever instructed you the right things to do and what not to do. If you happen not to listen or not to listen, that is now solely on you. Now, mommy and daddy have to be there to support you and to sit here and to redirect the decision if the decision was incorrect or inappropriate. But you're there to provide and protect for that child and to make sure that that child doesn't have to... You already understand that the child is going to go through things. The child lives, say, 24 hours of life like everybody else is going to grow up to be a big, big child. Um, Hopefully to be able to do better than what you have done. Hopefully not have to experience the things that you have experienced. So hopefully you created a lane, an avenue to the point before you brought children in this world that life isn't going to be as hard for them with them, with having them. Because if you don't have the certain amenities that you need in life, having a child is going to be a little interesting. Why? Because children come with expenses. Heck, you, yourself, viewer, listener, comes with expenses. Hopefully you have a lot of the things that you like and that you want already. 
if you're going to be having a baby, if you're getting ready to have a baby, if you're having a baby, or if you had a baby recently or going to. Because at the end of the day, the baby is going to need a lot of things. The baby's going to need to be able to go to the doctor. Might have to go to the little, to the little, uh, to the ER if it's not really feeling well and it's late at night and you're not understanding what's going on. You're going to have to sit here, buy formula, little baby food, pampers. The baby is going to grow pretty rapidly. So you're going to have to buy new clothes. <laughs> you're going to have to buy more pampers. And this is all fun. Don't think that I'm trying to make it sound not, not fun or interesting or, you know, or something that's going to give you joy happiness and peace yes it's going to be a challenge the baby's gonna cry there's gonna be time where you're like dang i just fed you oh man i just i just changed you what is it the baby wants love the baby wants your time it's crazy so many of us when the babies are babies you give them babies time but then when they get older it's like you know you just all right now the baby is older you know is now like a whatever age and now they could go off on their own i can have my time to myself no that's not you all your time is that child's time because the child didn't ask to come here all your time is the child's time and the child owes you nothing this is a message that this that my sperm donor needs to hear if you you're like what is that my dad the person who's supposed to be my dad you feel me your child owes you nothing guys <clears throat> You owe them everything because you brought them in this world. Who knows what source or where you were or what it was before you were what you were. What your conscious or your subconscious was. What your spirit was and things like that. But you owe the kid, the child owes you nothing. You owe the child everything. You owe to protect them. You owe to provide for them. You owe to show them how to how to fish because when you teach a man when you teach a woman how to fish she could she could eat forever she could live forever you could survive forever why can it why can that take place reason being is because at the end of the day freaking you're gonna sit up there and you can teach other people to fish right and you can sell those fish to earn money have your own little market all those things like that and that's the beautiful part of it. That's the beautiful. That's the beauty in it all. You teach someone how to fish, they could live forever. They could survive forever. Because at the end of the day, they can eat. They can go ahead, go to a lake, go to a river, go to wherever there's fish, maybe even crabs or something like that. And then they could go ahead and, and get their nourishment. And then they could collect up enough and then they could go and sell those fish, sell those crabs and things like that, shrimp or whatever. And then guess what? They could also teach and instruct how to get others, to give others that, that gift of knowing how to provide for yourself and earn money for yourself. So, that's the gift that keeps on giving, if you ask me. And it's a beautiful gift. It's a beautiful gift. Teaching people. Teaching people the things that you know. Giving guidance. Giving guidance. Teaching people to survive. 
that's what this world is about. You got to survive, baby. What you here to do? Is the people in your household, are y'all on the same team? Are y'all a team? Do you think like you're a team? Do you think like you guys are on a mission, on a mission to survive? Do you, do you think like that? Do you think for the well-being of the individual that's in your house? You have one job. You have a job to do. You have duty. You're on a mission. There's a lot of ways to think about life, to sit here creative, to, to move a little bit better and smoother for you. But you have to play with your mind. And that's why I sit here and I'm trying to teach and train or, or, or try to guide or instruct about perspective. Because we all have a mission to do. You have a duty. The creator gave you a mission to do. What is it that it, that you do in this world? Are you a cashier? Are you a cook? Are you a teacher? Are you an instructor? Shout out to those instructors because you want to know the want to know how beautiful how beautiful a, a teacher is. A teacher is a teacher, right? You know that that's that they're the subject matter expert of that. They're certified to teach, to instruct, to give education. But you're instructed so many students or whatever a day, so many students a year. Some of them may be a teacher, but guess what? Some of them is, uh, may end up being a cashier, might be a doctor, a lawyer, a law enforcement officer, a judge, might be their own business owner. All off of your instruction, all off of your lesson, all off of your guidance. The tips that you gave them to become better. This is real. This is real. God bless those teachers. God bless those instructors. Because they they went to school to become something specific. They had to get certified. They had to get a diploma to, to become a teacher, to instruct. But you know what they do? Do you know what they do? They sit here and create so many different scholars and leaders of this world it is beautiful what they do it's beautiful it's amazing because it's like yo you think about it from this one person who has to get certified specifically in this in this region they created so many different when it's june time you created somebody who's going to graduate you created somebody who's going to make it happen and that's the beautiful part of it you created Geniuses, little Einsteins. And shout out to those instructors. But instructors, education, edu- educational individuals, whatever, prof- professors and things like that, continue to do what it is that you were gifted to do. Give the best lessons. There's a teacher expectation that I have for teachers, and it's to give the best lesson. Don't hold back. Don't. Don't respect the student, respect their ethnicity, respect their religion. Teach the lesson. Teach it fair. You have a, you're only as strong as your weakest link as well. So if you have a student that's failing, we need to try to get this student to not fail because that's that's on you. That rep, they represent you. It's a lot of different ways to think of that. You shouldn't feel good. Even professors, you shouldn't feel good. Why? Because you got a student that's sitting here that's possibly paying a lot of money that may or may not be going to class. And if the student isn't going to class, don't sit here and say, oh, okay, well, I'm going to just go collect my check. Just know that this person might be somebody that may be having to take care of you in the future. If they're coming to get instruction, 
right? Let's make sure that they get the best instruction that they can get. Because there's some a lot of jobs out here where you don't have to have a degree, people. A lot of jobs where you don't have to have a degree. Nursing homes, you got people who are transporters and all this other stuff, and they don't have a degree. And let's remember, depending upon how they were treated, it's going to be how they're going to treat others. The brain works in a lot of different ways, sometimes in reverse. But you're in control. And you have a duty, you're on a mission, and you need to do your job. And you need to just do your job, and that's that. And do the best job that you can do. Be at your job on time, be in the right, the proper uniform, be in the right wardrobe, attire, and give your all. Give 100% you. Sons, daughters, youth, you have a job. Your job is to listen to your parent, listen to your mom, your dad, listen to grandpa, listen to grandma, listen to your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. Make sure that the instruction and the lessons and the guidance that they're giving is right. If it doesn't sound right, and hopefully you should know right from wrong and good from good for bad and good for evil, whatever. If it doesn't sound right, then don't do it. Get away from them. Tell your parent. Tell somebody who's in control of you that something did not sound right or maybe something that hurt my feelings. And hopefully the situation will be resolved. But youth out here, kids, you're to listen to mommy, listen to daddy, clean your room, try to help mommy and daddy with everything that you can help them with. (laughs) Try to make their job easier their job that they have to do to help provide for you at home easier so go ahead and pick up a broom youngin pick up a pick up a mop pick go take the trash outside you know it's all right you know go ahead pick up a lysol wipe or a duster and, and get that little the little dust flakes off of off of the, the, the mantle or the fireplace or the tv you know the nightstand do some of those things that's productive and that'll help you that's going to also help your parent, but it will help you more because if the parent sees or whoever you're living with or whoever is ahead of you, the head of your household, they'll see that you appreciate what it is that you have. You appreciate the things that I'm doing for you. So guess what that, what, what happens with appreciation? They continue to give you more of the things that you're appreciating. It could be much more of value or just they can continue to keep whatever it is that you like that you love coming so show some appreciation show some value for having a parent first off having a person in your life that's taking care of you that loves you or shows those types of signs because there's somebody in this world who doesn't have someone who likes them or loves them who doesn't sit here do the things that for them that they're supposed to do and it's their job, it's their duty because they were, they were, you know, tasked down. Don't, if you're just going to have a person to be having sex, just then do it safely, I say. But don't sit here and bring life into this world just because you have baby fever. Because that child deserves a fair shot and a fair chance of life. And hopefully you will have and be able to provide for your child or your children. Hopefully you can provide for yourself. You have a job and that's to survive. So survive. What did what were you taught in church? What were you taught at home? 
What were you taught at school? What did life teach you? You have a job to survive. You have a job to keep yourself happy. You have a job to keep yourself clean. You have a job to either be a husband or to be a wife. You have a job to do your job. To bring home money from for, 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 from your job. To go ahead and create your business or businesses. To go ahead and, and to be able to protect and provide for your family. Provide for yourself. Have the things that you like, that you love. You're to have those things. That's your job. It's your duty. It's the mission. Give yourself a duty. Give yourself a mission. Your boss always always tasking you out. You task yourself out. Give yourself a job. Hold people accountable. Don't allow anybody to take advantage of you. Don't allow anybody to sit here and to be abusing on you. That's your job. Your job is not to allow that thing to happen like that. You're in control of you. Care for your heart. Care for your mind. Care for your soul. Care for your spirit. Hold you down. You fall, get up. That's your job. Finish the mission. Finish the race. Never give up. That's the job. That's the mission. Succeed. Be successful. That's the job. That's the mission. You fail, learn from the failure, and pass the test. All right? It was a little test. It was a little difficult. Go back in there and and, and ace that thing. Show what you learned. And, and youth, another thing, the things that you were taught from your mommy, your daddy, your auntie, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your instructors, your church, your pastor. The things, the right, the, the, the things that you were taught about are, you know, not misbehaving and staying out of trouble, things like that. That's because there's a way that you're going to have to live to operate. So they were trying to give you that guidance so you can so your life doesn't have to be difficult choice is yours to listen it's your boy d so wavy with an exclusive episode of do your job tell a friend to tell a friend to go to the uh the app store to go ahead and add the purple and white app anchor then go ahead and search inspire inspiration go to the top right hit the flag button you can get all the exclusive content That'll be the favorite button. You get all the exclusive content first. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell a family to tell a family. It's your boy, Diesel Wavy. Peace.